0: And welcome to Movie of the Year 1997. Can you believe it? I am your host, Greg. Joining me is my best friend, Taylor T. Money Taylorson. How you doing, buddy? Boo. That's me. All right, yeah, you
1: know what? That's, that's fine. The cra- that was just I'm the crowd. He- that's fine, because I'm not here to make friends. Wow. I'm here to win.
0: So far, you have made one best friend and zero additional <laughs> friends. Challenger... Ryan, hello Ryan. How you doing?
2: <laughs> Yay. I oh, got much him.
0: warmer reception from the crowd.
2: I love that. The crowd is full and it all sounds like me and I love that about the crowd. We
0: film in front of a live studio audience of mm. 5000 as everybody knows, but usually they remain extremely quiet, but occasionally they will sometimes make a little bit of noise.
2: And the weird thing about our studio audience, it's the same one that was there for all of the all in the family. Uh-huh. So,
0: they're older,
2: like it's hard for them to laugh, but They're there and we appreciate it.
0: You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. We are coming together today as a podcast to pick the eight movies that we will cover in Movie of the Year 1997.
2: This is the most important day of my season, I guess. We've done, we've not, uh, we've awarded three movies at this point, Movie of the Year. Yeah. Uh, But awarding it's no big deal. It's no. picking, like, this is, we're deciding the next, like, three months of our lives right now. This yeah. part
0: this part is very hard, and we lop off a bunch of movies right off the bat. If you are uh, a Patreon listener of ours, first of all, thank you. Uh, you mean the world to us, not like the rest of these garbage people. Uh, just kidding. The rest of you are garbage people. But you, if you are not a Patreon listener, you missed us eliminating the first 16 movies, which is just incredible, or with the first 16 matchups And... Harder than I thought.
2: Not hard, but harder than I thought. It got, you know, yeah. it got
0: interesting. It got interesting. So what we have left over for the first round that we're doing tonight are the top 16 movies as made it through the original round.
2: The top 32 were decided by Letterbox. The top 16 decided by us. Decided by these guys. When we come back,
0: we are going to jump right into it, guys. Our first matchup of this, the second round, Is number one overall seed, Titanic, versus number 16 seed and the hosts with the most, this guy right here, his pick... Romy and Michelle's high school reunion.
2: Greg, are you giving out points tonight? Like, are you picking a new best friend? Uh,
0: no, but I bet you could do things that would shade your points in the next round. I want to hold on to a little bit of that power for myself.
2: This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is, like, the last episode, the Patreon episode, was a bunch of slam dunks. <sighs> I yep. gotta say, like, we're this is the biggest movie, one of the three biggest movies of all time, versus one a movie that is talked about ten times as much. This movie was so big in 97...
0: And honestly, like just for like observing meme culture, still a huge part of like our understanding. Oh, yeah. uh, a Funny story about this movie in 1997. Um, I was in line with my parents to see it, and like the line was out the door
2: for and Romeo and Michelle
0: for Titanic. And somebody walked up and asked if we were in line for like the Horse Whisperer. <laughs> 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 it's like no, we're we're trying to see like, the biggest movie of all time. And she was like, oh, okay. I think my movie's over there. I loved Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. It was weird before that was considered a legitimate stylistic choice. I think it pre-prepared like, prepared us for a lot of things that would happen in culture. Our mainstream culture now is so weird. And I think it owes in part to Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. I mean, there's a big dance number, which now you're not allowed to make... A movie or a TV show without a big dance number. Hashtag me too. It it is absolutely surreal mm-hmm. through like a lot of the moments of it. it the way and it's she, Alan
2: Cumming, right? Isn't it? Isn't he the one that comes back and dances with them? I believe so. I, I love that man. But I love Romy and Michelle too up because Titanic. Uh, it is up against Titanic, but Romy and Michelle uh, probably could have maybe cast the two biggest actresses at the time, whoever they were and we'll probably get into that throughout the season, but they cast these two weirdos. Uh-huh. And because, like, that, that's automatically going to elevate the script if you cast Mir Sorvino and Lisa Kudrow instead of, like, Cameron Diaz and Cameron Diaz. You yeah.
0: Know? And you're getting some quality Kudrow here. You're getting it, a lot of Kudrow for some, your brother. Some fun. quality
2: Garofalo? Some quality Drow.
0: Some nice Drow. Well, guys, I'm gonna I'm going to call for it.
2: I just, is it, like, can we do 97 without Titanic? I don't think
1: that we can, unfortunately.
0: It would be... See, this is what I'm uh, afraid of. I I think that's the kind of thing that if we do it, it feels like we're really trying to do something. I love Romy Michelle's high school reunion. Maybe it will be the the bonus movie that we do. Like, when we did 88, we did Midnight Run as a bonus movie for that, for Patreon listeners. But it's just, you're really going to, like, take down the biggest movie of a decade.
2: And I can, like... I can see that show, like the Titanic show. Like we're talking about like, uh, I mean, this is an incredibly directed movie. Yeah. Uh, what is this? How does this reflect on like the class system in 2019? Is Kate Winslet just the best in everything?
0: Was there room on that door? I feel like a lot of people have weighed in over the years about whether or not there, there's room on the door. At the oh, end. I'll have
2: some shit to say when we get to that section. <laughs> As Paul F. Tompkins has said, uh, is it weird they fucked in a car on a boat? That's no. double vehicle sex? Oh
0: my God. I, I've never heard anybody else say that, but they are on the most luxurious boat of their time, and they, and it. they go into the backseat <laughs> of a car
2: to bang. Poor people got a backseat seat. We
0: it. are 100% going to talk about that if we talk about Titanic. Taylor, what do you think moves on? I think Titanic moves on. Ryan, what do you think moves on?
2: I'm... Uh, like, it sucks to lose Romeo and Michelle, but I think Titanic moves on.
0: I-, I think it's as close as it could possibly
1: be. Yeah. But I just can't envision it. We're a all world.
2: begrudgingly voting for Titanic. Yeah. But, but again, uh, we do have a Patreon only episode at the end where we could talk about Midnight Run. I think we should do that show again. Another Midnight yeah. Run. Right.
0: The TV show that was the sequel. <laughs> Next matchup is the number eight overall seed versus the number nine overall seed. Eight is L.A. Confidential. Nine is Hercules. Wow. In the Patreon episode when Hercules made it on, it very much felt like, oh, good for you, Hercules. That's going to be the very end of the line for you. Uh, anything you guys want to say about Hercules before we send her on
1: out? It's got a
2: lot of good musical numbers. I like those. Very um,
0: interesting soundtrack yeah. that they went
1: with for this. I, it th- is
2: better than the Disney movie Atlantis colon, The Lost Empire. Hercules i mm, is better than that no? i don't wow.
1: know uh, uh, atlantis the lost empire was a pretty big part of my childhood that's a pretty dope movie but this was
0: the first movie that showed us that james woods is the actual devil yeah <laughs> that's, we take it for granted now but back then it was revelatory i
1: i do have to give this movie props as well for being the first disney movie in my recollection where they were like what if we just made like this cartoon character like really like obscenely sexy
2: in a way that is very uncomfortable it's uh, James Woods and then also Danny DeVito just basically plays Danny DeVito. Like, oh, yeah. This is like the Robin Williams. I don't know. Just let them go do their thing.
0: Also, something that I always liked, I never saw Hercules, but something I always thought was kind of fun is like if you know anything about the story of Hercules, you know that like he's going to kill that woman in the movie with his bare hands and their, and their two kids in a fit of rage brought on by Hera. So like, that's kind of just like fun, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. they do at the end, like 10 years later. And it's just like, well, actually you funny. You should mention it. Hercules
2: kills his family with his bare hands.
0: All but right. a- then he does his labors. Everybody have a good night.
2: It's also how LA confidential ends. So we're going to get it either way. We are going to get it either way. Ryan, what do you think should move on? It's going to be very difficult for you two to, uh, like, talk me out of L.A. Confidential not winning the whole damn thing.
0: Can I just say, I am prepared for both L.A. Confidential... Well, for, just for L.A. Confidential, I'm prepared for you to say, this is the perfect movie. Mm-hmm. i prepare for you to say that at least one time. Yeah, that's going to sure. happen. Yeah. And
2: I will say a lot of things like its flaws make uh, like lead into its yeah, perfection, you know? I like yeah. that. It's weird that there's no
0: Cartoon Bunny, but I'm ready to deal with that. Taylor, what do you think should move on? I think L.A. Confidential. I think it's pretty clear that L.A. Confidential is moving on. I, in fact, I, it's weird to me that they're the 8th and 9th seeds. Yeah, because yeah. it feels like that they should be strange. separated One by and 32. quite a bit. When we come back, we're going to get to the next round of matchups. Our next matchup is number four, Boogie Nights versus number 2420. What? <laughs> Face Off.
2: You pothead, this one, this one really sucks. This one, like, hurts. It, it hurts to send Romeo and Michelle away, but like, I wish Face Off could make the top eight.
1: Come on, Face Off, come on, you like can do it. We're cheering for it. Can, I, yeah, come come can, on, can I say
0: one thing? I'm excited about losing by losing Face Off. There is a part where um, it looks like the bad guy is is the good guy, which you guys are probably familiar with. That's the yeah. premise of Face Off. So the bad guy is in the good guy's house. And he's like, uh, hey, look, you've got an attractive teenage daughter. And the movie. makes ma- like a peach? Yeah. The movie makes you deal with that for like three minutes. Oh. And it's a really long three minutes where this girl is kind of like, is my dad giving me vibes? And you guys, like, that might have been the beginning of something in culture that I hope we are like almost on the other side of, which is like, incest is not hot. Please stop putting it in stuff. Even implied incest like this, it's really gross to watch these two characters in that scene i don't want it yeah right like i i, so I do you hate boogie that. nights
2: but you have to begrudgingly vote for it so as to not watch face off the other thing i like about face off is that before face off nicholas cage and john travolta were like two of the top tier always nominated actors and then John Mu was like no what that's ridiculous and then really showed how hammy and stupid these two guys were and it was magnificent
0: it's a fun movie.
2: I mean, I, I do enjoy Face Off.
0: It reminds, it like, it feels kind of like inspired by those movies of '88 mm-hmm. that we covered last season, where it's just a lot of big, stupid action and a lot of like funny jokes, um, a lot of like just leaning into how stupid the premise is. You can't, you can't just hack off somebody's face and put it on the skull of another just person. So, just so everyone knows, and then
2: they look exactly like that. If it wasn't for Face Off, we wouldn't have Fast and the Furious, and we wouldn't have This Is Us. Like, it really gave birth to both of those things.
0: <laughs> it gave us both
2: of those things. Boogie Nights, this will be our second uh, P.T. Anderson movie? The first one was Magnolia, and yeah. I feel like it was rocky. It was like, it wasn't It wasn't beloved.
0: It wasn't, you loved it. But, I did. And I loved talking about it, but I felt like it didn't perform as well as we might have. The one thing, though, that I took away from that movie was, as an older man uh, than when I had seen it originally, was that was made by, like, a 28-year-old dude. Mm-hmm. So... It was pretty good. It was pretty good like for for being 28 when you made it.
1: This movie though, no one disputes that this is like a great movie, right? Some some people argue this is his best movie. Yeah. I disagree, but it it is dope. I I love Boogie Nights. Is I, any is any part of you guys
0: excited to
2: watch a movie about porn?
1: yes yeah <laughs> about
2: porn
0: yeah it's gonna, be it's gonna be some boobs right in it there's no
2: step bombs in this porno no
0: because nobody had thought like people hadn't thought to do that yet or yeah. there might be like some porn that was so a the, little bit like that they're not creative yet yeah uh
2: yeah there is a lot of shit talking on this movie i think that like people think it's cool to say boogie nights is not that good but i think that if we were to watch it right now do a show about it which seems like it's going to happen then we will have some shit to say uh-huh. but ultimately like it's kind of a tour de force. Like, There's so yeah. much going on.
0: It's the movie that taught me roller skates are very hot. Yeah. I, thank you, movie. I had no idea. I just thought they were boots with wheels on them. But no, apparently they're somehow sexual. And now I know that, and I will know that forever. Taylor, what do you think should move on? Oh, it's Boogie Nights. Ryan. Boogie Nights. Congratulations, Boogie Nights. The next matchup is number five, Jackie Brown, versus number 12, The Game. This, this feels like a tough draw for The Game. Yeah. I, I think I feel like I could see a world where the game snuck into the, into the actual shows, but I don't see a world where it hops over Jackie Brown. To me, a very low seating at five.
2: We just want all of these movies that we love to go against Hercules. Yeah. That would have been wonderful. Yes.
0: I think my enthusiasm for so many of these movies is because I was in high school when they mm-hmm. came out.
1: But Jackie Brown, dude... That's, for me, these are both movies that I have heard very good things about, but I haven't seen either of them. Uh-huh.
2: Because of uh, Once Upon a Time and Hollywood coming out, everybody's been ranking Quentin Tarantino yeah. movies, and it seems like there's two camps. Uh, people who uh, rate Jackie Brown number one or idiots. Like, it uh-huh. feels like these people get very pissed when you don't clearly see that Jackie Brown is his best movie, and I think it's because if you have issues with Tarantino this is the one time like he pulls back and makes an awesome movie
0: uh-huh yeah i'm so excited and i have to say i like the game but i and i am sorry to see it go i don't know if there's a ton we could add to like anybody's understanding of the game like is there like are there a bunch of extra layers there
2: And Fincher will have a shot on some season of ours. Uh The the game is not going to be it. The
0: game is not going to be the one. So, Taylor, what do you think should move on?
1: I think probably Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown.
0: All right. Jackie Brown, congratulations. I cannot wait. All the winners we're saying this time, every time we say a winner, that's a movie that we're watching. Right. That's a show that we're making. That's exciting. Like, Jackie Brown was always going to be one of these movies, but... I am so looking forward to that week.
2: Yeah, in the Patreon show, like we would move a movie ahead and be like, (laughs) who cares? It it meant nothing, yeah. But if we move a movie ahead now, we're doing it. We're actually
0: doing it. It's actually happening. When we come back, even more matchups actually happening. In our next matchup, I want you guys to think very hard about what it is we do on this show. Fuck. Okay? And what we what we mean to create with this our most important art. It's number two, Goodwill Hunting. Versus number nineteen, Gattaca. So okay. Gattaca was an upset in the first round. Okay. And now it's going against Goodwill Hunting.
1: How how stringently do we need to be stewards of uh, the uh, show that we do?
2: Yeah. Very hard like Goodwill Hunting is a huge movie that people still talk about. So people are asking like uh, I have these apples. What do you think of them? Google They're hunting
0: th- changed Hollywood, right? Like, it, it yeah. changed movies. It gave us not just two, like, megastars.
2: To this day, we will begrudgingly go to see Matt Damon or Ben Affleck movies, but really, all we want is the two of them together.
0: But And also, like, it kind of, like, brought on, like, this, this, this era of the indie or, like, brought more attention to, like... More indie ish movies, right? Young filmmakers kind of doing it on their yeah, own. Yeah, and
2: going to film festivals, and that's the way that you might make it is because some, it, it was that one guy, yeah. Harvey, what's his name, Weinstein, who yeah. did it. But uh, some big wig with a cigar in the back could make you a star overnight. So I will do this. How about this? Uh, I will be willing to put Gattaca into the Patreon only list. Uh-huh. And like maybe we might do that as the Patreon if, like, because Gattaca can't move on, can it? I don't think it can move
0: on over Goodwill Hunting. I just it's, think it's a dereliction of duty if yeah. we do, like we you know we can't because we got a temporary hard on for Gattaca. Push it over a movie that like had way more of a cultural imprint.
2: We're basically it, like Al Pacino in Dog Day Afternoon, just chanting over and over, Gattaca, Gattaca. Gattaca.
1: That's I, I feel like we do have a duty to do Please duty. to put Goodwill Hunting forward, but if you ask me which of these movies I actually want to watch, it is absolutely not goodwill hunting
2: let me ask you this what do you guys think that if you out of four stars do you guys think that if you watch Goodwill Hunting right now you would give it two and a half or lower like do you think it might be a bad movie? no I, I think that it has some rough patches and it bears the hallmarks
0: of young filmmakers and people who hadn't fully seen the world and understood it yet but people who were very empathetic and had high emotional intelligence and did see things well ahead of their years, so I think it's a mixed bag. And
2: you know what's cool about it? Because uh, it's the late 90s. Gross Point Blank got booted. My pick got booted in the last episode. Uh, and one of the reasons that's a bummer is because of Minnie Driver. She's just the best. She's in Good Will Hunting. Uh-huh. And she really saves every scene she's in.
0: But I think Gattaca would give us a lot to chew on. But if you said to most people, like, yo, you remember that movie from 97, Gattaca? They'd be like, what? Mm. And a big factor of what we do is not just pick the... Single best movie made, but there has to be some 97 ness, and Goodwill Hunting beats Gattaca in that, and it yeah. has to have some timelessness. And obviously, pop culture has weighed in. Goodwill Hunting has that over Gattaca. Right, if that we, is we, fair. If we
2: watch Goodwill Hunting and hate it, that's fine. But- yeah,
1: but I would also say I don't think that we have John Wick today without Gattaca.
2: Whoa, explain.
1: Because, I mean, a, a lot of Gattaca involved that sort of like, like that sort of style of fighting and action like Uh the action in gattaca is very john wickian yeah and i think like when they were deciding to make john wick they were like yeah okay yeah let's go back to gattaca because that movie fucking ruled and no one talks about it
0: and there were so few near future sci-fi movies and there were like as as we've talked about recently so few sci-fi movies
2: at all plus Uh, all the near future or far future sci-fi movies were like uh everything's bullshit nothing matters and this one was like no but what if this was the actual near future
0: yeah so i like the idea that it gets put into that same pen of of movies that we might do for our bonus show i don't think it's even going to make it through that effectively but you know i guess the point we're trying to make is people should check out gattaca because it's a very interesting slow burn philosophical movie about like the future for that movie, Gattaca, it feels much more close to the present than it yeah. did back then.
2: Another thing I've noticed with all the movies that we pick is that, like, the one thing that almost everything has in common is that it it's like popcorn, but is it? And Gattaca definitely has that. You know, yeah. it's like a uh, cool thriller, but maybe you have a conversation about it afterwards.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Taylor, what do you think should move forward?
2: I think it should be. Goodwill
1: Hunting. Ryan. Goodwill Hunting.
0: Congratulations Goodwill Hunting. That's it, an episode
2: now. That we're going to watch it. We are All officially right.
0: going to watch Goodwill Hunting. Next is the number 7 seed, the 5th element versus the number 23 seed Contact.
1: Oh, damn. God damn. You guys, I want Contact to move on so bad. This worked out real raw for Contact, it feels like.
2: Oh, really? I was going to say the reverse. Uh, But if we're losing Gattaca, at least we have two more non-IP sci-fis that are battling it out.
1: I think whichever one of these moves forward, I am happy. But I think there's an obvious choice for which one is slightly better and holds up better. It's interesting because they I, I are both
0: sci-fi. I feel like they have like the same kind of audience, but they're handling the material very differently. You know, Contact is for your more down-to-earth nerds. Yes. And Fifth Element is for your like real pop culture. Fifth Element almost feels like a, an MCU movie before the MCU. You know, this really lush, vibrant color palette. Um, a lot of action. A lot of intrigue. Um but contact is so deliberate but in a way that's not slow yeah it it
2: just keeps yeah would it if we watched it now would it be boring no i don't no, think so i watched
1: it a few years ago and kept me the whole way through it's so compelling it's it's like it's almost like
0: that movie the martian yeah there's just every step that the movie takes is like pulls you in just a little bit closer does it maybe fall apart at the end a little bit potentially it, yeah. i think it was a hard story to draw to a conclusion
1: and also it's got Matthew McConaughey as like a priest scientist. Does uh-huh. he play Jodie Foster? Yes. Matthew McConaughey as, as Jody Foster. Jodie Foster as Nell. In contact. Contact.
2: I also think it's two well we, we, we thought these were gonna be two Steven Spielbergs as far as the directors go. And then they like they just disappeared. And these were two hits. But people did, like didn't want their stuff anymore. It was Luc Besson who did the the Valeria Valerian in the, and the City of a Thousand Planets, yes. And then, so
0: he's the one that did Fifth Element, obviously. Right. Yes. And,
2: <laughs> and then Robert Zemeckis, who like was clearly going to be our next Spielberg, yeah. And then just sort of went away. Yeah.
0: That's crazy because he was also Who Framed Roger mm-hmm. Rabbit? How yeah. do you? He
2: framed Roger Rabbit.
0: How does a guy in every shot? He did it. Yeah. How does a guy like that go away? It's so funny. He just Carl's,
1: Charles Charles Groden into the ether. <laughs> <and third.
0: laughs> Steve Gutenberg <laughs> away. Uh, Valerian so obviously draws on the same visual vocabulary yeah. as the Fifth Element. You almost don't even need to be told that they're made by the same guy.
2: I like I like usually I like to come at you guys uh screaming and uh like declaring that you only use racial slurs so I can Ooh. win. I don't know. I think both of these are important. I like I think that they would both make great shows. I think is my Bruce Willis-ness winning me over This know. is a this is a nice Bruce Willis role for sure. Yeah.
0: It feels like two different sides of the of the same coin you know it, do you want something thought-provoking or do you want something fun well it it's never easy gentlemen this it's is, never I easy. i think this is the
1: toughest one so far
0: but taylor i am gonna go to you first what's it gonna be the fifth element or contact speak from your heart
1: i'm gonna i'm going to say the fifth
2: element haha <laughs> i'm saying contact direct
1: Oh, that is a very rude thing to do. Greg, which one Which one do you want to pick? Which one? Which one's going on? Which one do you want to watch? Oh, you guys. Which one really, do you want to watch and talk about? It's really hard, you
0: guys. I want to watch and talk about Contact. Yeah! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know that I voted for Fifth Element. I'm so excited that we're going to talk about Contact. We're just going to have so much more fun talking about that than the Fifth Element. We're going to have more fun. We would have more fun watching the Fifth Element. Yes. we're going to have way more fun talking about Contact.
2: And I think we should move it up to the first movie that we do, just so we watch every other movie through that Contact lens. Okay. You know when what? we come, I, ba-
1: I take it. But can we put Fifth Element in when we time. come back? Ryan is off the podcast.
0: Our next matchup is the number three seed, Princess Mononoke, versus the number 19, Starship Troopers.
2: I feel like I'm going to get a bunch of emails and shit if I go against Princess Mononoke, but ah, Starship Troopers, man, I really want to do. Starship Troopers is a movie that I enjoy,
1: but I feel like it is a little bit pulpy over the top like there is more intense stuff underneath it and we could talk a lot about it but i feel like princess mononoke is going to be like it's one that i've heard referenced as one of the best ghibli films that uh. they've ever put out i don't know that we can in good conscience put starship troopers over but
2: well either way we're going to be racist against asians or racist against brazilians
0: yeah that's that's And true. there's so many of them mm. Like, probably at least a Brazilian. Two or
2: three Brazilian, maybe. Two or
0: three Brazilian. I feel like, in the the case of this one, either one of these is going to be a good show. In the last round, ultimately, for me, what made Contact win out over Fifth Element is I imagined the Contact show, and I thought, I'm so much more interested in that show than I am the Fifth Element show. That's not the case here. I think that there is a lot about Starship Troopers that's pulpy, but I think that, like you kind of alluded to that's an attempt to do something yeah. this whole thing is shot like a propaganda film or like a propaganda poster but really it's questioning the things it seems to be celebrating and i think the book was as well and we could maybe if we do the show about starship troopers talk about the book a little bit which is kind of bonkers uh if you could it based on the movie watching the yeah the novelization of the the hit movie i really enjoyed Dipping our toe into Japanese cinema uh, for our '88 yeah. season, that, Akira that's the... blew me away. Obviously, like Taylor and I love Akira, Ryan not so much. But the movie that really like surprised me with how much I liked it um, was Spirited Away.
2: Totoro. Totoro. That's I what think I meant
0: to say the movie that we actually did. I think Akira it's about was... spirits.
2: Yeah, Akira was an interesting movie and an interesting show. Uh, I don't think it like gels like a lot of these like uh, movie of the year winners do. Uh, but Totoro is an all-timer, like that, yeah. is, and uh, it was one of the few like big Ghibli movies that I haven't seen. And I don't—I've never seen a bad one. There's no like yeah. stinker, yeah. you know. Uh, this is, and this is uh, Mononoke is the only movie of our Sweet Sixteen that I have not seen. So it—I
0: think that is really weighing on me too. I have also not right. seen it, and I really want to rectify that. And it's fun to do it for the podcast.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I think the thing that is a lot pushing on me is what Greg said, which is, I am very into this Japanese animation. And also, he's
2: literally pushing you right now. Yeah. Right? That's not fair is when that you're trying weird? to
1: vote. No, I, I'm fine with it. That? No, I'm good with it. Little Chevys? Um, but also, like, this is a movie that I have not seen, and I feel like even if we don't select it, I'm going to watch this movie. I've seen Starship Troopers enough, and I'm like, oh, all right. If yeah. we
2: choose, I don't know. Okay, can we put Starship Troopers on the uh, 12 or 13 movie long Patreon? Yeah, list? The yeah, the one that
0: is, we're gonna have a Patreon show where we do a bracket of the movies that we put in the Patreon. We're gonna do a list. Patreon
1: season.
2: <laughs> Wait, that's a good idea. We need way more Patreon content, guys. They're paying so much money,
0: and you know what? We thank them for it. They're, they're awesome. It's not like these absolute crumb bums that just come and take everything for free, like little greedy guesses.
2: Also, it costs $1 to not be a crumb bum. Yeah. yeah. Join the Patreon. Don't and, be a crumb bum.
0: And you can give that to me directly if you, if you see me on the street. You can just hand me that dollar. We'll have no problem with that. Well, guys, I do think it's time to vote. Ryan, what are you going to vote forward? I am, uh, I'm going to go with my heart. Yeah. You got to listen to your heart.
1: It's going to tell you what to do.
2: And I'm going to uh, just sort of know where the room's going anyway. So I'm going to say Starship Troopers.
1: Taylor. I am going to say Princess Mononoke.
0: Yeah, I do like the world where we do the Starship Troopers show. I do, too. Uh, but it's kind of fun to have a movie that is big, but that I haven't seen in in the bracket. And I just have a really good feeling about it because of that studio and because of how much those movies... movie. You know, that she's movie. got that big-ass wolf. And she's got a huge There's wolf. such a big wolf. It's such a big I wolf. I love a girl with a big wolf.
1: I Just
0: make me feel so safe. I
1: I know that you can't really like say that out loud in 2019, uh, but I appreciate you being honest. You about know that. what? I
0: want her to have a good personality. I want her to have a sense of humor. All that stuff. Obviously, if she's got a big old wolf, uh, that's not going to hurt one I'm bit. The girl with a big old wolf. With a big old wolf. Our last matchup of this round is Men in Black, the number six seed. Versus Austin Powers, the number twenty-two. seed. how
1: c- how could so many of these others have been this so is d- bullshit? It you know, is like, bullshit. Like these two ended
0: up against this, each other. One this- of these makes it in. We, we do this bracket format because it creates a lot of interesting choices that we have to make. And hatred towards each other. And this is one of them. So one of these movies is one of the final eight. I don't. I like both of these movies.
2: I think Men in Black could make a great show. Yes. I would love if Men in Black and Austin Powers were up against like 13 other movies that we have. Right. There's here.
1: so many movies on this list. I'm like, fuck. We Either got one of-, of the movies from
0: either of the losing movies from the last like three matchups, yeah. maybe even maybe even four because uh, the game losing to Jackie Brown. I think the game could have taken either one of these movies. Uh, I will say this. um, They both left big franchises because they were so individually successful that Hollywood could just not stay away from redoing them. And I think that gives us a little, an interesting thing to to talk about with either one of them. Like, do you remember how poorly these things aged?
2: Yeah, because anytime anybody brings up any of these two movies, I'm like, no, I don't like those. Wait. I do. I don't like the shit that came. I like the first one. Yeah. yeah,
1: you know what? And I'll even go so far as to say I liked the second Men in Black. I thought the
2: Balchinian movie. Yeah, the Balchinian the movie. Chance the rapper referenced Balchinian movie. Yeah, I thought that the Balchinian movie was fine. Men in Black Two is one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
1: Mm, I think you're wrong. Dude, they,
0: have they you do seen the whole mo- thing with the pizza? Have you seen a movie called Men in Black Three? I heard that one was okay.
2: No, Men in Black Three was one of the worst movies of all time.
1: Yeah, so I think the second one was great.
2: <laughs> um. We did Naked Gun last season. And I think it was a good episode. Yeah, it was sure. a good movie. Um, it scared me before we went into the studio. I'm like, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. And we did it. Austin Power scares me more. Men in Black is, I think, it harkens back to a time where, like, we just, we have this thing now where, like, we go see blockbusters knowing that we won't like them. Uh-huh. And I think that Men in Black is a large step above that. We're like, it actually is really good.
0: And do you think that we're going to get in there and really, like, it's going to give us a lot to chew on? Because I kind of feel like Austin Powers being situated in the history of, like, the spy genre and being a parody of that. When we talked about Naked Gun, it was a parody of, like, these cop shows and cop movies. Right. And that gave us a little bit of, like, grip to, like, talk, you know, gave us footing. I feel like Austin Powers provides that in a way that maybe Men in Black 2 doesn't quite.
2: Well, we're not doing Men in Black 2.
0: Okay, we will never do *Men in Black*
1: too.
2: Uh, and yeah, and it's a good point. And the other thing too is, uh, which star do we want to dive into? Is it the like the mentality of Will Smith or Mike Myers? Because those are two very interesting careers and actors. Different
0: rides, man. And think where each man is now in relation to where he was then. Because both movies did boffo in the box office, had great you know critical reception, and Will Smith somehow still chugging along. I mean, that Gemini Man movie that's coming out, I'm there. I'm going to go see it. Will Smith v. Will Smith. Could you imagine a movie where it was Mike Myers v. Mike Myers
2: and it was not a (laughs) Shrek vehicle? The Love Guru versus the Love Guru? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Austin Powers versus the Love Guru.
2: When I look at the the stamp on history and today, and I'm not saying it's a good stamp or a bad stamp, I'm just saying how big the stamp is. Uh, Men in Black feels like it did really good stuff that we're trying to create in Austin Powers' was good and now we stay away from it like now we're very nervous about it
0: well i'm gonna call for the vote here so i hope you guys have done some thinking what is going to be the last movie covered in 19 1997 movie year? keep in mind you guys this is an important decision because this is the movie that we're gonna immediately disregard (laughs) when we do our final show where we actually pick the winner this is gonna be the one that gets dunked all over also could
2: like could we enter into the patreon list men in black 2 versus by who shagged me
0: if, honestly, we can put any two movies against each other on that list, and they're never going to make it because there's yes. no way we're
2: watching two movies to do one
0: of those shows. We love you, Patreon listeners, but please give us a break. Give us a fucking break, Taylor. What's it going to be? What's moving forward? Men in Black or Austin Powers? I'm going to say Men in Black. Ryan, what's it going to be? Men in Black
2: for sure. Yeah, I guess yeah. this
0: does feel like the right answer. Austin Powers. I think I would have lo- I would have looked forward to watching more, right? But Men in Black had a bigger footprint. I think that its action comedy like did kind of. Influence. The, Men in the-
1: Black got me in trouble when I was seven. Really? Yeah, because uh, I was sitting in a swing. You, did you on- duck the memory <laughs> well, I laser? Was, I was sitting on a swing in the when I was when I was a small child, and I had just watched that movie, and I went, "Man, this is bullshit." Because that was <laughs> that was the thing that I heard Will Smith say, and I didn't know that it was bad, and so I got in trouble because a kid tattled on me. How old were you again? Uh, I was oh I was five uh, at that point. Yeah, I think five or ju- six. I think at
0: that point you just got to be like, "This kid's cool."
1: But <laughs> yeah, to be fair, <laughs>
2: nothing you can do. Every time you said this is bullshit, you made up for it later with "I make this look good," and that <laughs> that's a cool five year old. Uh, yeah, I was like, I was unsure about Titanic. I'm glad that it's there, but like, I wasn't like stoked about it. Uh, I didn't think Ben and Black would make it to the elite eight, but I actually am glad. Like, I think yeah. it's an important '97 movie.
0: Yeah, I think we'll enjoy doing it. I think we'd have a real empty feeling right now if Austin Powers was. was the movie that, <laughs> that we were going to be covering?
2: We'd feel like Mike Myers today. Yeah. Well, that is the end of that
0: round. Let me tell you your winners, your movies that are in contention for 1997 Movie of the Year. It's Titanic, LA Confidential, Boogie Nights, Jackie Brown, Goodwill Hunting, Contact, Princess Mononoke, and Men in Black.
2: I, I know. I only know one thing for sure uh, Goodwill Hunting, get the fuck out of here. The yes. other seven, they you know could what? all win. Men
0: in Black can probably beat Goodwill for Hunting. For sure. Yeah, uh, and I'm looking at some of the matchups, and I know we're not supposed to get too into this, but uh, Boogie Nights and Jackie Brown are against Come each other. Come on, in the guys, next round. what are that's we doing fucked here? Up. That's deeply fucked up. That's yeah, like that's... the winner of that is probably 97th movie of the year.
1: Yeah, fuck. But... Right,
0: you... unless it's Men in Black, who knows. This format, I think, makes it interesting because stuff like that happens. At some point, you have to decide. Everybody in their life has to decide which movie is better.
2: You only want a format that makes you upset in like seven different ways. Yeah. I am there right now.
0: <laughs> well, we hope you enjoy the 1997 season of Movie of the Year. I know we will. That's all we've got for this show. For Ryan, I'm Greg. For Greg, I'm Taylor. This has been Movie of the Year, and we love you.